Welcome to Purpose Without Limits, the show which strives weekly to empower you to reach your true potential, to help you understand how a simple shift in thinking can make success a reality, both professionally and personally. You'll learn about business etiquette intelligence and why a first impression is so crucial and the real rules of the game to help you outclass your competition. Your host, Dallas Teague Snyder, is founder of Make Your Best Impression, author of the book Professionally Polished, Business Etiquette Savvy for Today's Competitive Market, and co-author of Executive Etiquette Power. For more, visit MakeYourBestImpression.com. The time to become your best self is today. Here's Dallas Teague Snyder. Well, hello, everybody. This is Dallas, your host for Purpose Without Limits, the show that empowers you to reach your true potential. And if this is the first time you have joined us, guess what? We are now on iTunes. That's right. You can listen to us anytime of the day at your leisure. And as one thing that I tell you guys all the time is that one thing you can never get back is your time. It's very, very valuable and we appreciate you spending some time with us no matter what time it is. One of the things that I want to recommend is that you don't listen to us in the shower because I don't think your iPod in the shower would get along. But other than that, there's no excuse not to get your weekly inspiration bit and we are here to do just that so let me also remind you about our website which is purposewithoutlimits.com remember that's the place to go to get our free bonuses that our fantastic guests offer each week and also register to sign up for any upcoming news on our events that we'll be having throughout the year where you can attend event near you so with that being said let me talk about our amazing guests that we have today we are going to be speaking with Miss Lorraine Morgan Scott. I cannot even begin to explain how many things she has done in her life, but let me just tell you, she is an author, a speaker, she's an inventor, a musician, and a mom. I mean, and a mom. How do you do all that? I don't know. I don't know, but we're going to find out. And one of the things that she's done, one of the passions that she has is to help people overcome their life obstacles. And let me ask you this question. Have you had obstacles in your life? I always like to say that life can truly be a four-letter word, but so can hope. And what we're going to talk about today is her book, Loving Myself First, Overcoming Life's Obstacle, Past, Present, and Future. And if you haven't had any obstacles, um, you need to check your pulse. Are you breathing? Are you living? Because if you haven't, I'm not trying to be hmm, negative, but you will have them. So learning how to deal with them as they come along is going to be the key to success. Lorraine, welcome to the show. Hi, Dallas. Thank you. And I do want to say that I love how every time you have a program that you bring up life as a four-letter word as well as hope as a four-letter word because that's what, that's what you're offering is hope to everyone that listens. Oh, Lorraine, I, I appreciate you saying that, and that's really what we're trying to hear today to do. And hope was really inspired. It was inspiring to me, you know, helping other people every day. Because so often, uh, you know, just to give you an example, last week I was at a meeting, and um, there was an economist there from the Atlanta, um, the, the Atlanta Federal Bank. And he basically spent the hour telling us that, um, you know, things look like they're getting better, but they're not sure. <laughs> and that over history, we don't know. And truly, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but we can be hopeful for a better tomorrow, can't we? We sure can. 
Well, I just I'm excited to be able to have the opportunity to connect with fantastic individuals like yourself, people that are looking to make a difference, to take the things that they've learned in their lives and share them with others to make an impact on them. You know, my goal is always, I tell people, it's better to learn from other people's mistakes than to make your own. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, most definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I have had the wonderful opportunity of reading a bit of your book. You were so gracious to send it to me. And um, and by the way, I appreciate your tenacity. I find that an amazing gift in being successful in life. But tell me a little bit about what life experiences you drew from when you wrote the book. Well, Dallas, that's just a fabulous question because although the book is about me it's not about me it's more geared toward the reader but the experiences that I drew from were I had a lot to do with when I was younger that my mom my dad divorced because of some of the actions of my father and that made us rather poor back in in that time many many eons ago when a woman raised four kids sometimes six because I had two half sisters that we were poor, so my mom worked at least one job, if not two. We were on welfare. I had a lot of babysitters. Well, some of the babysitters that I had or had were a big part of some of the things that occurred in my life, so that has a lot to do with it. And with my mom working so much that I was either with a babysitter, my older sister, or on my own, especially as I got older. So I continued to make mistakes and make bad choices. And that continued on through hmm, hmm, quite a number of years of my life. So with these different choices that I made, then became the obstacles to overcome them. So I use a lot of the experiences that I went through in developing my book because as I overcame them, basically as a single parent, when I realized that I need to make some changes because I have someone that I'm responsible for, I started to develop a sense of self-image, and I started to realize that I have worth as a person. Well, and you know, oftentimes I would think that your story probably resonates with so many. Um, You know, I was a free lunch kid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, when you say free lunch kid and someone laughs or snickers, you know they know what you mean, right? Right. So it doesn't matter what, um, you know, what our race is, what our color are, you know, you know, anything like that. It's like what are your experiences and realizing that your past does not dictate your future. And it sounds like that um, you've taken what you've learned and you've really made a roadmap for others. Well, tell us a little bit about what you hope to achieve by writing the book. I understand that it was uh, past experiences that you're trying to to allow others to learn from and glean from so they don't make those same mistakes. But how is your book, Loving Myself First, from the others that are out there in the marketplace today? Well, I think that I haven't read all the books that are out there because I didn't want to be influenced by them. I I hope that doesn't sound bad. No, not at all. You want to be original, absolutely. Yeah. And so much of what is in the book is original because it's it's ways that helped me overcome the 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 negative feelings that I had. So what I would hope that the reader would achieve and how I believe that this is this book is applicable to 
just about every person that's between 30 and 60 that's a woman, and it, a lot of it's applicable to men as well, minus the one is, did your husband cheat on you? <laughs> <laughs> well, they can just turn <laughs> that around. Because that could be his wife, that's, right? Yeah, that, I, your, your partner. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, my goal is to, is to help women. So it's not really – so that's uh, helping men is a byproduct. And, but what I think that they can achieve from it is, is like when you build your confidence – how you can relate this to work, you can relate this to a salesperson, you can relate this to getting promoted. When you have the confidence, the inner confidence to promote yourself, to, to dress appropriately, to go to training classes, even to take a class requires confidence. It oh, requires discipline. Absolutely. And building on those small successes helps build that confidence. It does. Right. You are 100% correct. So if Say someone, even you. I mean, you're a very accomplished business person. You're, uh, you're, you have a lot going for you. Let's say that you opened up Chapter Ten Goals. Maybe the way that I presented goals and how to do a goal setting plan might spark something. You're going, hey, that's a great idea. Maybe I can just tweak this a little bit, and all of a sudden you're you're setting new milestones. Oh. Way. So, yeah. it, so regardless of your level, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's okay. No, but please. Regardless of your level, you can still get something from the book. You don't have to have a, a bad, a bad past. You can have a wonderful past. And well, still read the book. Yeah, and this is the thing that I try to tell everybody: there are different seasons in life. And, you know, a lot of times when I do coaching with people, let's, for example, take one of the biggest history books in the world, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the Holy Bible, right? Right. Okay. A lot of us, if we haven't read it or it's not our chosen uh, path, we know what it is. It's been around a long time. Right. But let's say there's a certain verse that, um, for example, I'll tell you a life verse that was taught to me in vacation Bible school, you know, because they came around and picked up the poor kids and, uh, <laughs> and took us to vacation Bible school. But it was Proverbs 3, 5, 7, which I'll paraphrase, um, but basically, in all ways acknowledge him and he will direct thy paths. Well, that doesn't mean much to you when you're 15 or 16. Right. It doesn't mean as much to you when you're in your 20s, but when you're in your 30s and beyond, we really start to question things, really why we're here, our purpose. And, and that is something that can change based on where we are in our life. And it's much like what you're talking about with goals or a way we present something. You know, different things are going to resonate with different people. Right. And that's why I think there's such a great opportunity for folks to work with coaches and to work with mentors because it's that individual, that connection with that individual that can help them break through barriers they haven't seen before. Oh, most definitely. Or even just given a, a, a different viewpoint can make all the difference in understanding. Yeah, uh, for sure. I remember there was a, when I was in high school, we had a, an amazing chemistry professor. Now, she was amazing because she knew chemistry, but... I had dropped out because I couldn't understand a word that she said. So, (laughs) you know, so her point of view to the people who really got that, that really that side of their brain worked really well. But I can tell you right now that that particular class stopped me from being a medical doctor. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, I don't care about that. (laughs) I loved biology and anatomy, you know, how the human body worked. But when it got to chemistry, I said, I just don't care. (laughs) So... So it really is the same thing, and that perspective and, and a different point of view. But uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right on it. 
<laughs> so um, what was your favorite part of the book? I know you put a lot of time and effort and, and just your heart into it, but what would you say if you had to choose a favorite part? What would oh, that be? Uh, actually, people have asked me that. I, it's it's hard, so I have to say three, uh, three different chapters. Oh, three <laughs> chapters! <laughs> I know that's a cop out. Oh, uh, that's okay. I'll let this. We'll let you do it on the show. <laughs> so, chapter four: the ingredients of self worth. I just, I, I still read it. I still look over it, and I just look at it. And it's just it. I. It's amazing, and sometimes I, I just look at it and I say, "Wow, I wrote that," and it's just. It's it's just truly amazing because it talks about the ingredients, in my opinion, are deserving, acceptance, respect, confidence, integrity, and esteem. And everybody thinks that self-esteem and self-worth are the same thing. They're not. And so that that's a very, it's a lengthy chapter, but it's also a very good chapter. And then I have chapter 11 and 12, which is a little bit of spirituality, which to me is is very important in my life and then chapter 12 is when you've been emotionally hurt mm. and and that applies the examples i use is either one you when you lost your job so you've been rejected by your job or when your mate and in the book i use the husband but it could be your mate when your mate has has left you or cheated and something and to me those are those three are just like the embodiment of the book well, and so many people, if they haven't had someone hurt them, and it could even be a long, long-term relationship, and someone is disloyal, and um, it just, it just, it hurts so deep to the core. Right. Um, and or people are getting laid off. I mean, this economy is affecting everyone. So perhaps they have dedicated twenty years to a job, and all of a sudden you know no longer are they employed so uh, so yeah so we're finding ourselves in a time where this book is so crucially important because we really need to go back and really find out what our self-worth is and um i would be interested if you expounded a little bit upon the difference between self-esteem and self-worth well in self-esteem my mind just went totally blank (laughs) (laughs) that's okay don't let it it affect your self-worth you're good We still love you. <laughs> Self-esteem is just, it's the, it's the inner core. It's just, it's one little specific thing. That's, it's what you think of yourself. And self-worth, it's, it's your whole total being. Mm-hmm. More like your spiritual self. Are you, are you, um, are you valued? Are yes. you worthy? Right. Exactly. And I think that's the ultimate question we all have, you know, um, are we, are we, are we worthy of love? You know, are we are worthy to receive love. Right. And, um, and that's so true. And oftentimes our self-esteem will be as a root of our self-worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they kind of feed on each other, but they are different things. Thank they you are. for that. Well, so um, if you're just joining us, I need to do my little check-in here. It, you know, shame on you. You can go back and listen because the good thing is, is we are recording the show. So if you miss the first part of the show, no worries but get ready for the rest of the amazing treat. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're listening to Purpose Without Limits, the show that empowers you to reach your true potential. You can find us at PurposeWithoutLimits.com and or iTunes. Like I said, you can take us with you wherever you like except the shower. So, (laughs) (laughs) okay, Lorraine, let's let's get back to our show. And a question that I was thinking about is... You know, oftentimes we find ourselves, uh, you know, separating our work and our home life. So, you know, let's say we had, 
you know, we've got those two parts of ourselves. So how can this book help our readers in work? And then how can it help us in a personal way at home? Well, I kind of touched on how it can help you at work. Uh, it also, there's a section on communication. The communication section can help you at work when you're trying to communicate ideas in front of, a, when you're doing a presentation. That, that takes your communication skills. It takes confidence. It takes the discipline to do your homework before the meeting, especially you know, more than five minutes before the meeting. And so there's every, every part of the book in there, or every chapter, excuse me, has something that you can apply to your work. And then it goes back to confidence or communication skills at home, talking to, if you have children, speaking to your children in a way that you're not talking down to them. Is, I, I'm sure you know this, Dallas, is that you can say something and it can, it can mean something totally different or you can, it, it depends on how you say it, oh. especially when you're talking to a child. Absolutely. You know, are you... I was volunteering at a a fundraiser. We have an organization here called Spirit of Hope, and what they do is they rescue horses that have been injured, you know, or abandoned or what have you, and then they bring uh, children from, like, the youth homes and the, um, you know, the group homes and things of that nature. So it's kind of a healing ministry, if you will, Mm -hmm. and it's just a fantastic ministry. But I was helping at registration, and it was really cute because – I wanted to step away for a moment, and these two little girls were talking to me. And they said, oh, you can go do that. Uh, we'll, we'll watch the money. We won't take it. <laughs> <laughs> and my husband was to the right of me, you know, just a little bit. And I said, and I looked at them, and I said, oh, sweetheart, thank you so much. I know you wouldn't take the money. That's so sweet, but I'm responsible for this. But I really appreciate that, you know, and, you know, and I asked my husband if he would watch it because he was right there. He said, sure. But I had to make sure that they did not think because they immediately said, we won't take the money. I didn't want them to think that I didn't want them there because I thought they would take the money. Exactly. Right. So we really have to, when we're communicating with our children, it's very important that, um, that we nurture their, um, you know, their, their, um, their giving attitude and, and also um, their excitement and, um, you know, and then also give them those healthy boundaries as well to try to teach them so they can make those good decisions when we're not there to protect them. True. And I use an example in the book of a mother-daughter. And, and this actually isn't me, so I can talk about this. <laughs> but that the, 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 the daughter leaves the house then she takes off her her overshirt. She's got a cute little T-shirt underneath, and then she you know puts on her makeup. And she goes to school, and and then some girls slam her into a locker, and they mm. and it cuts her skin. And then she she has some issues with a boy that she likes, and a girl comes up and says something horrible. And so all these things happen to her. And then she comes home, and her mom says, "How was your day?" And she said, "Fine." And and there's you know that's in the discussion. The girl goes in her room. So it's. It takes more than fine, even if it's this this twenty questions. I mean, I do. I have a fourteen year old son, so we do the twenty the twenty questions things. How's your day? What'd you do? Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But it gives me it gives me a starting point or a jumping point from if if there's an issue, I can delve into it deeper. And so those are some of the things that I I get into in the communication process. Is one articulating the correct adjective when you're when you're very angry, you want to make sure that you say the right word so that you're you're able to express your your feelings without being overly angry, you know, putting yourself in timeout and things like that. And then I also talk about schedules and, like, 
people are so busy today that it is so easy to get completely stressed out. Mm. And a little prior planning, a little few things that in the evening, the night before, would preclude that stressful morning. Oh, so, yeah, my goodness. And this has, I don't know if this has anything to do with what you're talking about, but just something so simple as really thinking about what you're going to wear the next day. Yeah. For us, for, for we women, you know, it's just, I mean, when you get in that closet and you just see nothing, it's full of nothing to wear. <laughs> that is the most frustrating feeling, isn't or it? Or trying it on. I mean, I went through that this morning. I thought I was going to wear something. <laughs> I tried it on this morning and it's like, you're not wearing that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is not the outfit for you. I didn't not... try it on the night before. <laughs> Luckily, I had given myself plenty of time this morning to, to do what I needed to do. But yes, that was, so they just, I mean, I, Honestly, there's not anything groundbreaking, earth-shattering. Well, maybe some of my visualization exercises are very ground-shaking and, and stuff, because they're just fabulous, in my own opinion, of course. Well, I'm sure they are. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but, but some of it's just, it's just a different way of looking. And these are things that have helped me I mean, be, be, grow for the last 15 years. And, I mean, I've made significant changes in my life. Well, and... Am I correct that you actually got, received your bachelor's degree at age 40? Is that right? I did. Wow. I did. So what? Uh, it took what, me 10 years, but well, I did it. But you did it. <laughs> exactly. You've got that piece of paper. And, you know, more than that, you've got the fact that you finished something, that you started it and you finished it. Um, and so that that's amazing. So tell us a little bit about your recording career because um, – I'm an actor, and I do some of that. I don't really talk about that so much on this show, but I think a lot of us who are creative or speakers or we we have these this need to help others, we've got that creative side. So tell me a little bit about that and um, you know where we can find some of your, your work, some of your recordings. Well, my recordings are there on my computer at home. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, they should be there for I sure. I have two finished. I actually I worked with... Uh, a gentleman named Jim Gardner in 1992 when I was songwriting, and we recorded a song with a different singer because I didn't have the confidence in myself mm. to do it. Mm -hmm. And I was taking vocal lessons at the time. I was taking vocal lessons for about two years. And then I, I went through the period of when I, I looked at my life and I said, I need to make some changes. Well, that was part of the changes that I completely cut myself away from. Not that that was a bad part, but the rest of the associated people I was with was. So for a number of years, I didn't do anything. And there's such, even though I kept doing my vocalises, which are these horrific things. And, and one day I just said, why am I doing this? Why mm -hmm. am I doing my vocalises? Because I'm not doing anything with singing. And they are. My, my family cringes when I do them. Now, that's like vocal exercises, like your, like your, um, uh, I don't even want to do it because <laughs> they're horrible. Yeah, okay. They're, they're just they're strengthening your vocal cords. Okay. So it's like running fingernails down a chalkboard. Ooh. So, yeah. So, and sometimes, sometimes they don't sound that bad. Mostly they do. And so I was like, I'm just not going to do this because I'm not singing. I'm not doing anything. And I, 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 I kid you not, Dallas. It was like not even five minutes. I was bawling because I, I felt the void. It was immediate mm. because singing is such a passion for me. And and I have such a gift for songwriting. I'm not going to say I have such a gift for singing because my voice is, and which is one of the reasons I also gave it up, because it's not the most beautiful voice in the world. And it took learning to appreciate who I am mm -hmm. to be able to say, you know, I might not have the most beautiful voice in the world, but I have a nice voice. And something I write might help somebody. They might bring them up. It might be just what they need to hear. And... 
so I recorded two of the first songs. One of them is called Start Today, and it's a, it's, if you can imagine a bunch of 40-year-old women standing there, clapping their hands, moving their feet back and forth, mm-hmm. that's the beat, because that's exactly what I was looking for. Oh. And then I have one that's called Like a Butterfly, which is a, it's a pop dance song, which is a ton of fun. And, in fact, everybody that hears my those two songs is like, oh, I love Butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and then I am, next month in May, I am recording the third song, which is not I Want You, I Want You, because I did record that one, which is in my book. Mm-hmm. But I don't like the way that it came out, and I want to go with a different different musical version. But then, so the one I'm doing next month is a, a thank you song, and it's a thank you to God, knowing, because I felt so alone mm-hmm. over these years oh, of man. formulation that I just realized that I haven't been alone. I've, you know, I, between my family and my friends and, and God, I've had, I've had, you know, the strength to be able to grow. So. Well, and it's so amazing you said that. I had that exact same con- um, conversation with someone with my church yesterday, and I said, you know, I've accomplished all these things, and I'm doing some amazing things, and it's wonderful, but I just feel, feel so insignificant. Mm-hmm. And for me to say something like that, but you know what she said? She said, you know, even here at the Dream Center, we have a Dream Center in the inner city. How fabulous. Oh, it's a, it's amazing ministry. But she said, you know, we have pastors that are working so hard to reach the community. And what's happening is they might just have people come on Sunday, but yet they're wondering, am I really doing God's mission? Mm-hmm. You know, so I think we all go through that. Even Paul in the Bible went through that, you know. So oftentimes, or, or David, you know, um, you again look at what um, people have done through history, and and because we have a faith, that just helps us get through those places. Oh, most de- most definitely. Yeah, and and being alone is something that we can all experience, even if we're in a crowd crowded room of people. Mm-hmm. So 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 true. Well, congratulations, by the way. And, <laughs> and I mean, really, I'm just so 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 excited for you because. You made a rev- you know a um, revelation that what you're putting out there maybe you won't be the best singer but so what yeah a lot of people out there don't have amazing fabulous voices but yet their their message is so clear and it resonates yes and it's gonna be if you just you know you can turn one life around isn't that worth it yes oh just so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I just love I, I just love this show because I just get so inspired by all the inspiring guests that we have. So uh, you know it's, it's self serving as well. So well, you have to realize that you, you're very inspiring for us as well. Oh well, so the things that you're accomplishing, accomplishing, and and the people that you're reaching, it's it's good for us too. I mean, and I'm not talking about the promotion of my book. I'm just talking about as a woman, as a as a spiritual person. It's it's good. It's good. It's good to see it. It's you're motivating people. Well, and that's my that's my ultimate goal to to let people find that fire within themselves because we all have a unique gift, we're all uniquely beautiful, and if we can just tap into that and mm-hmm. you know and serve wherever we are, uh-huh. um, and believe in yourself. Oh my goodness, you better believe it. Uh, that is. That is the key right there. It is. And, um, and so we've, we've got a big mission because there's so many people that, that are missing that component. But uh, you know what? Between me and you, maybe we'll save the world. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least a few that come along the way, I guess, right? Yep. 
Well, tell us a little bit about this free bonus that you're going to offer our listeners today, Lorraine. I'm just really excited about it. I think it's a, a new booklet that you've got coming out. It's not even out yet. No, it's not. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, it's called The Mysterious Body Record, Manage This or Else. And this all started, most everything I do starts with a class, but most people don't realize all of the different layers that are involved in stress. Mm -hmm. I mean, some people might, but so there's all these different layers that are involved, and and they need to be identified and addressed and, and thought about. And so, yes, there's good stress and there's bad stress, but... You need to be able to manage the bad stress. The good stress is the stress that is the stress that gets you motivated to complete a task or to do the different the different things that are in your life. That's good stress. And the the bad stress though is the financial stress or the the worrying about your your kids that are, are unnecessary or worrying about retirement that you because you haven't planned for it. So right. these are all different layers. I mean, there's like there's a lot of different layers. So in the pamphlet, what I do is I, I give you a template to, to look at the different, and I fill in a whole bunch of the blanks, and then there's your life-specific ones, and just to look at what it is that is affecting your life, and you may not even know. I mean, so many people are so stressed, and they don't even know it. Oh, yeah, and do you and know so that 95% of all diseases come from uh, stress? They do, and people are, like, medicating themselves seriously because mm. of stress-related illnesses and diseases and headaches and and weight problems and acne problems and this is and that and stuff so it's I mean it's really a medical problem yeah yeah you're exactly right and then it comes from this initiate I, I really think it comes from the ultimate place that your book talks about is loving yourself first right you know because if you love yourself you'll know not to worry to plan to prepare to do the things you can do and then if you can't do those things let it go let go and let God and, you know, do what you can, um, be the best person you can, and then just, you know, have faith. And, um, but it doesn't mean sit on your, you know, sit on your assets. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But it also means, and this is true, it's like I love taking showers. And I think, I seriously thank God for giving me the person that invented the shower. Oh, yes. It, you know, in that same vein, if you can't, like, I mean, there's some people that have diseases like alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's courage that takes you to go get treatment. God gave you those people. Oh. God gave you those people that went through the training that are able to help you. God gave you the life coaches and the and the MSWs and stuff. So these are these are you know you say let go let God. And I'm truly a firm believer in that. And God tells you to go get help. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, I mean to go get help. exactly. He created doctors and he created people that have gone before. He created a support network. You better believe it. Exactly. Yeah, so. yeah. And whether it's alcoholism or anything else we're dealing with, my mother was bipolar and schizophrenic. And so even those of us who maybe didn't suffer ourselves, we we have things we deal with. So we yeah. need help as well. So. Right. Yeah, there are there are others out there that he's provided for us. Um, we just have to look for it and seek it. Right, right. Yeah, that's so true. Right. And well, there's something else I have is that when they go to your website, they'll get Chapter 10 Goals, which gives them a, an idea of my writing style, which is very conversational. It's kind of like we're talking on the phone. That's the way I write. Yeah, me too. I, I love I it. I don't yeah. write <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, and then, and then we're going to give a percent off for any book that they order that they tell us that they 
heard about us on your show. Oh, well, that is that is just so gracious, and we appreciate it so very much, Lorraine. And I hope you'll consider coming back. And just uh, just to close, make sure let's give your website out again. So I, if anybody wants to get the book, they can go there as well and just mention the show. Um, and then, of course, um, if you have any sort of uh, coaching programs you have, anything like that, share those with us. Okay, I don't have any coaching programs. I have classes, but they're not... They're not in progress right now, but thank you for asking that. The website for the publisher is Poetic Expressions with an S Publishing, but the simplest, and that's .com, but the simplest thing is just going to lovingmyselffirst.com, and and it tells a little bit more about me, and then there's a link to the publisher's website. Okay, okay. Well, let me disagree with you. You do have a coaching program. Nope. You know you do. Because if, <laughs> I'm telling you, you do. Because if somebody decides that they'd like to get some more of your inspiration or guidance, I bet you could probably work something out with them, if and when. You oh, know. most definitely. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm telling you. Oh, okay, I You see. don't have one, but you do have one, because there is somebody out there who would like to have more time with you, yeah. which means you are now a coach. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes it just takes somebody else to tell you what you what you've got there, but you, you've got a lot on your plate already. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. I think if we, I think being the coach, if we can just get the copy of your book and your wonderful resources that go along with that, it's going to certainly help us on that path to success. Thank and you know. if they want to coach, you can send them to me, right? <laughs> yes, yes. I like. I mean, I, that's the whole connect thing. It's just, I mean, you just build upon what what my basic is. Absolutely. Well, your basic is not basic at all. It's amazing, and I just oh, can't thank, thank you. you enough for being the amazing person that you are and Thank you. and Lorraine um we've got to close the show but I hope you'll come back again I would love to okay well thanks so much all right okay. thanks Dallas bye-bye bye-bye we'll be back with more purpose without limits after this two talk minute hi this is Barbara Kazam from Kazamitude spelled k-h-o-zamitude.com with your tood tip of the week today's tood is the lazy tood They are slow to do anything, and a lot of times they'll say they'll do it, but don't. Examples could be colleagues. Now, these are tough people to deal with since we have no authority over them. So the only solution you can really do is to get it in writing with time frames. So if they say, oh, sure, I can have it done for you today by 5, you say, great, and then send them a confirmation email. If that doesn't work, send the confirmation email and CC the boss. You're simply covering your assets, and you've got to have the documentation. This is Barbara Kazam with your two-tip of the week. For more information, go to kazamitude.com. Okay, okay, all right already. I'm going, all right? Ugh. You think that the slave drivers around here would stop and let me have a conversation, but no, they say it's time to go. And as you know, what have I always said that I respect your time? So to make sure that I do what I say I'm going to do, we have to go. But the good news is we will be back next week, and joining us will be Dr. Jean Meigs. She's an organizational strategist and the CEO of Positive Eye Consulting. Jean builds empowered partnerships that focus on creating sustainable bottom line profits for companies. Now, that sounds like a show 
that I wouldn't want to miss, be sure to tell your friends and uh, maybe even people that aren't your friends. Uh, everyone, if we can all do better in our businesses and you know our lives will, will be better as well. Don't you agree? But of course, if you haven't been to our website, you're missing a lot of great opportunities to get those free gifts that our guests give every week. And that website, again, for your information, is PurposeWithoutLimits.com. And guess what? We have a new organization that we're building, and it's called Christian Business Women's Alliance. We'll be bringing the opportunities to have excellence in the workplace and also people who share the same faith together for conferences, networking, uh, a marketplace, etc. If you're interested in that, be sure to visit us at cbwaonline.com. Sign up so you'll get all the information as that starts to unfold. Thank you so much for your time today. I'm excited, excited to have you with us, and I can't wait till next week. So until then, keep smiling. You've been listening to Purpose Without Limits with your host, Dallas Teague Snyder. Dallas is founder of Make Your Best Impression, author of the book, Professionally Polished, Business Etiquette Savvy for Today's Competitive Market, and co-author of Executive Etiquette Power. Visit MakeYourBestImpression.com for more information.